Well, listen, as you can tell, we're going to have a baptism in a little while. We're going to baptize a few folks that have uh, made a decision to follow Jesus and, uh, and ready to take this next step. But before we do that, I just want to share a few thoughts and then, and then we're going to, uh, we're going to baptize those folks that want to be baptized. So, um, uh, there's four things that uh, I want to share about uh, things that we need to remember before we get baptized. And um, and the first one is this. Remember, repentance is a prerequisite to getting water baptized. Sometimes, you know, people want to get baptized. And in their mind, if they get water baptized, then somehow that water is just going to make them right with God. And And that's not true. And so sometimes people don't get out of baptism what they think they will because they go into baptism with the wrong mindset. And so we got to remember that baptism is very honorable and very noble thing to do, obviously. But remember, only repentance gets you right with God. We talked a little bit about that Sunday, right? Uh, in Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins, turn to God, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ to show that you've received forgiveness for your sins, then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now notice the order of this verse. It says, first, each of you should repent. Repent of your sins and turn to God and then be baptized. See the order there? And so first, according to Apostle Peter, we need to repent first before we get baptized. So then the question then is, what is repentance? Well, repentance, as I, I see it, means to recognize uh, your, recognize that you broke God's commands, that you transgressed His law, that you've disobeyed what He requires of us. You got to realize that, right? So first you got to recognize that, and then you got to be sorry that you broke His law. Because, you know, if everybody breaks His law, but you got to get to the place where you recognize you broke God's law and that you are sorry that you broke God's law. There needs to be that godly sorrow. And then you're willing to confess your sins before the Lord and you're willing to turn away from the behavior that is breaking God's law. So it has to be a, a change of life. The Bible says in Matthew 3, 8, it says, prove by the way you live that you have repented of your sins and turned to God. So you got to prove that. True repentance requires us to make some serious changes in our life. Can I, can I get a witness in the house of the Lord? Right? So it's not, it's not like, you know, coming to church is not making you a Christian. Getting in the baptismal pool is not going to make you a Christian. It's turning away from a sinful life that makes you a Christian. Right? You know, if I stand in a garage, it don't make me a car. If you stand in the church, it don't make you a Christian. But sometimes we get this mess mixed up, right? So a truly repentant person wants to do whatever it takes to obey and please the Lord, including following through with water baptism, even if it means that it messes up your hair in the front of everybody that's here. Are y'all following me? Now, just a little side note. Repentance also gets us closer to God and restores our fellowship with God. Because listen... You know, the Bible says, if you say that you don't have any sin, you are a. Oh, no, the Bible says that. Yeah. And how many of you know lying is a sin? So you've done. Right. Either way, 
And so all of us transgress God's law. But sometimes I think we go forever and we're breaking God's law, but we don't do anything about it. And then we come to church and we say, where is God? I don't feel him here. Well, I tell you why you don't feel him here. It's because you haven't taken care of the sin problem of breaking God's law. But repentance all of a sudden gets you right back with God. So repentance is not a bad word as we talked about Sunday. And remember the prodigal son, repentance got him from the pig's pen to the banquet table. Now that's, now that's an awesome transition right there. So I just want to encourage you, those of you that are believers, that you just, you know, you know, the, you know, David said, or I'm not sure it was David, the psalmist said, you know, Lord, forgive me for the sins I know about and the sins I don't know about. And so I think that it's just a good practice to say, Lord, cleanse me. Lord, wash me. Lord, purify me. Because I don't want any kind of barrier between you and I. And I know that I'm not that good to, do a, to have a 100% record. So Lord, wash me right now. Come on, are y'all with me? Right, let's, let's take a moment right now. Let's just ask the Lord. The blood of Jesus cleanses us. The blood of Jesus washes us. Come on, just ask the Lord right there to just cleanse you. Maybe maybe you just today, maybe just recently, maybe right now you know that there's things that, that's going on in your life. Just ask the Lord, wash me, cleanse me, Lord. Purify me so my relationship can be right with you. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now a second uh, point I wanna, want us to think about tonight is this. Choosing to get water baptized is usually a sign of a deeper surrender to Christ. You know, you can pray a prayer and ask the Lord to forgive you. But, you know, it takes another level of commitment to get into the baptismal pool. Am I right about that? There's some people that have been Christian for a long time, but they've never stepped through that door of obedience. But listen what Romans 6, 3 says. Or have you forgotten that when you were joined with Christ Jesus in baptism, we join him in his death? So getting water baptized is a sign of joining Jesus in his death. And I believe it means by dying and denying yourself and your will. Nobody would just automatically want to get in the... Unless you're a child and you like water and you think this is a good swimming pool. But otherwise, adults wouldn't want to just get wet in the front of everybody. Right? It takes an act of your will to get baptized. And so it's a dying to yourself. Jesus said in Matthew 16, 24, Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Saints, Christianity requires us to deny ourselves. It requires us to take up our cross. There's no following Jesus without self-denial. Remember, the cross was the instrument that people died on. And Jesus says you must be willing to take up your cross. In other words, he's saying you got to be willing to die to yourself, to your agenda, to your desires, to your opinions, to your will. you got to die to all of that and say it's not what I want, it's what Jesus wants. But how many of you know whenever you willing to do what Jesus wants, that is the is the beginning of receiving what you've never received before from God. Right. So baptism is an indication that you're spiritually willing to deny your old ways 
to lay down your old ways and you're saying, Jesus, whatever you want me to do, I'm willing to do it. You see, when somebody gets baptized, what they're saying is, okay, I heard or I read or I've seen for myself that the Bible says I should be baptized. And so though I might not want to, though I may not feel like it, though my flesh is not interested, I'm not going to consult with my flesh or how I feel. I'm just going to go ahead and do what the Lord wants me to do. And I'm going to leave the rest up to the Lord. Amen. And so it's it's a deeper surrender and a commitment to, to God. But now now here's the here's the good part. Here's the good news. If you're willing to do that, if you're willing to lay your life down and your will down and your old nature down and your stubbornness down and you're willing to do what the Lord wants. This is what he says. Matthew 16, 25, for what for whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me We'll find it. Amen. So what Jesus is saying is like, hey, the more you're willing to lay down your life for me, I'm telling you, you're going to start tapping in an abundance of life like you have never known before. Amen. So the more you more you surrender, the more you receive from the Lord. And baptism is a sign of greater surrender. Now. A third point I want us to think about tonight, and I just have four, so I'm almost done already. So a third point to think about is choosing to get water baptized positions you to receive a greater infilling of the Holy Spirit. Now, I know when you become a Christian, the Bible says that you become a temple of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is in you. But the Bible also says that you can quench the Spirit. The Bible also says that you can resist the Spirit. And then the Bible says that you can welcome the spirit. So I believe that we can walk in a a greater level of infilling of the spirit, depending on the choices that we make each and every day. We we all get to go to heaven as Christians, but it don't mean that we're all walking in the same level of infilling and power of God in our life. Amen. Now, now Jesus said, whenever you get filled with the spirit, you're going to receive power dynamite in your life and you're going to be able to do stuff that you never were able to do before because it's God's power that's working in you and God's power that's living in you that you want to tap into. Amen. Praise the Lord. Acts 238. Peter replied. Each of you must repent of your sins, turn to God, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ to show that you receive forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, notice the order again. Okay, the order of this one verse. Each of you should repent. Number two, you should turn to God. You know, it's not like, oh, God, I'm sorry I sinned and go right back and sin again. So he says, repent of your sins And turn away from your sins and turn to God. Are you, you got that? So it's not like, sorry about that, Lord. No, it's not that. It's sorry about that, Lord. I don't want to live that way anymore. I want to live in the way that you want me to live. So you got to turn to God. Then be baptized in the name of Jesus. See, be baptized is a is a sign of 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 following through with your commitment. It's not just giving the Lord lip service. Everybody is a Christian. Everybody says they love Jesus. But he says, listen, if you love me, obey my commands. Right. Come on, y'all help me preach tonight. I know I'm preaching to the choir. Y'all should have robes on as I'm preaching to the choir tonight. Right. 
But listen, then the next thing he says, then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, the question is, what does getting water baptized have to do with being filled with the Holy Spirit? Well, here's what I believe. I believe that when you turn to God and you get baptized in water, you are saying, I'm submitting my life to the power and the authority of God. You're submitting to the authority of God. I believe that there's a Christianity today. There are people that want to, they want the fire insurance or they want the blessings of, 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 of God. They just don't want a boss. They don't want anybody telling them what to do. They will not let anybody tell them what to do. They don't want a boss and they're not willing to let the Lord boss them. But I'm telling you, if you want the power of God flowing in your life, you need a boss in your life. You need a boss in your life, sir. You need a boss in your life, man. And the best boss you can have is the authority of the Lord in your life. Amen? Yes, indeed. It's the best one. Now, you remember when Jesus was baptized? Remember when he was baptized? You know, here's a picture. In Matthew chapter 3, verse 16, it says, As soon as Jesus was baptized, he went up out of the water, and at the moment heaven was open. I love this passage of Scripture. Heaven was open. I love that, that phrase. Heaven was open. I want heaven open over my head. How about you? And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. He saw what? The Spirit of God descending on him. When? When he got baptized. Why? I believe he's saying, hey, I'm submitted to the Father. I'm yielded to the Father. And the Father says, okay, well, if you're willing to submit to me, then I'm willing to give you my authority. And the authority of God through the power of the Spirit came upon him. And a voice from heaven, a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love. With him, I am well pleased. Amen. So now does, does everybody that gets baptized feel the dove come upon them or feel the power of the Spirit? Well, I believe some do. We've seen it here. Those of you who've been around, we've seen people, we got to get them off of the bottom of the tank. They just, they just so peaceful. They're so full of the spirit. They just, it looks like they drank some tequila while they were down there. They're drunk, but with the spirit. Amen. They're full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And so listen, I believe that when you choose to get water baptized, it positions you to receive a greater infilling of God's spirit in your life. Was that the third point of the fourth? That was the third. All right. How about one more? Y'all got time for one more? All right. One more. And then we're going to baptize. All right. The fourth point, getting baptized potentially increases God's level of blessing on your life. Now, I say potentially because it has everything to do with the motive of why you're getting baptized. Because if you feel like you're getting baptized, like, you know, that's going to that's my ticket to heaven. No, 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 it's not. Salvation is your ticket to heaven. Faith in the shed blood of Jesus Christ is your ticket to heaven. So it has everything to do with your motivation. If it's an obedience to God, I believe there's a greater potential of blessing in your life. Listen to what Deuteronomy chapter 28 says, verse 1. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commands I'm giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. 
You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. And then he lists a long list. In verse 6, he says, wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. Now, listen, everybody wants to be blessed. Everybody wants to be blessed wherever they go. But you've got to look at the condition. If you fully obey the Lord your God, then you will be blessed wherever you go. It don't automatically happen, brothers and sisters. You got to fully obey the Lord. Amen. And that's where the blessing comes. So obedience to God's commands always leads to an increase of God's blessing. So if I obey God's command of learning how to be a giver, I will receive the blessing of becoming a giver. If I want to be selfish, I can be selfish and not have the extraordinary supernatural blessing of being a giver. Right. If I obey God's commandment or command of praying, I will receive the blessing of praying. I don't have to pray to go to heaven. But if I want a greater blessing and I learn to pray, I'm going to receive a greater blessing and not just get to heaven. Amen. If I if I obey God's command of honoring and respecting people, I will receive the blessing of honoring and respecting people. It's up to me whether I want that blessing or not. But the more I obey God's commands, the more blessing I'll receive in my life. So therefore, if I obey God's command of getting water baptized, I will receive the blessing of getting water baptized. Why? Because the Lord commands us to get baptized. Therefore, Matthew 28, 19, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now, Jesus assures us as pastors and leaders of the church that if we will go make disciples and we will baptize them, the Lord says, I tell you what, I'll be with you. But you know what I believe? Not only is the Lord telling us as leaders of the church, I'm going to be with you. He's telling those that get baptized, I'm going to be with you also. So I believe that, that I feel blessed just to be able to have to be able to water baptize because I feel like I'm obeying God's command and I believe there's a blessing associated with it. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're going to begin baptizing because we don't want to just delay the blessing any any longer. Amen. But now let me ask you a question before we do that. Have you ever repented before God? Confessed your sins before God and were willing to turn your life over to him and turn away from your ways that are contrary to the way the Lord wants you to live. Have you ever done that? Because it's it's kind of like you're as thirsty as thirsty can be. And there's a glass of cold ice water sitting on the table and you can't get your hands on it until you say, Lord, I'm a sinner. And I've, I ask you to forgive me. Then he gives you the ability to grab the thirst that you need or the water that you need to quench your thirst. And he says, the water that I have to give, you're going to never thirst again. The water that this world has to offer, you will always be thirsty. So if you've never done that, listen, it's not about church. It's not about denomination. I don't think Jesus is going to ask you, are you Baptist? And you get to heaven. 
Are you Catholic when you get to heaven? Are you Presbyterian? We came up with those terms. Man did. I think he's going to say, have you surrendered your life to the Lordship of my son, Jesus Christ? That's what really matters. And so it's not just good enough to show up at church. You got to at some point in your life say, Jesus, I need my sins forgiven. Amen. Now, here's the next question. Since you've asked Jesus to forgive your sins, if you've done that, have you been water baptized? Have you got into the baptismal pool? If you haven't, why not? Why aren't you doing it? I suggest and encourage you, whether you planned on getting water baptized tonight or not, if you haven't been baptized since you became a Christian, man, somebody's going to hold your wallet or your purse. You just get yourself in this baptismal pool and get baptized so you can just reap all the benefits that we just talked about. Amen. Come on. Are y'all with me out there? Amen. So now let's pray right now. Would you just close your eyes for just a moment? We're going to pray. And if you say, Todd, would you pray for me? Because I don't know that I've ever asked the Lord. I don't know that I've ever repented of my sins and asked the Lord to forgive me. But I want to do that tonight. I want to I want to make sure that I'm right with God. I don't want to leave it to chance. I want to embarrass you, but I want to pray for you. So if you would just close your eyes. Just close your eyes just like it's you and the Lord and you're looking at the Lord right now. And the Lord's looking at you with those loving eyes of compassion and mercy. Can you look at him in the eyes and say, Jesus, I've surrendered to you. I've made a decision to follow you. If you've never done that, I want to pray for you right now. If that's that's what you need to do tonight, would you just indicate that by raising your hand so I can see it right here? I see your hand. Anybody else? Just raise your hand. Raise your hand right here. Okay. Anybody else? This This is the most important decision you can make. Now, those of you that raised your hand, I want you to just just say this from your heart. Just say, Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. Let's all say it together. Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner. And I've sinned against you. But tonight, I want you to know I'm sorry. I repent of my sinful ways. Come on, let's say it together. I repent of my sinful ways. I turn away from that life and I turn to you. Jesus, I want you to be my Lord. I want you to be my master. Jesus, come tonight and wash me and cleanse me. I surrender to you. Thank you, Father, for accepting me, for cleansing me, for empowering me with your spirit to live the Christian life. I pray in Jesus' name, amen, amen.